The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds, 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It's 0600. What's the O stand for? Oh my God, it's early. Rob Thompson. Did all believe the other way in transition to the left. Oh, the left hand slam. I want some nasty. Rudy J. Cowboys win. How else would you settle this game? How about this, Cowboys? Begin each day as if it were on purpose. I wake up in the morning, I piss excellent. R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning, a golf edition, sitting live at Olympia Hills. It is the day. It's time for our golf tournament, the golf classic that is, that uh, takes care of the Lupus Foundation. Uh, come out and see us. We're excited about it. Talking Cowboys win with the best. Rudy J. Rob Thompson sitting with Todd Archer of ESPN, joining us for his Monday Weekly. Morning, Todd. How's everything up there? Uh, it's going all right. How are you guys doing? Get ready. Are you guys on the links today? Oh, yes, sir. We don't get to play, Ty. We just get to go rock around, shake hands, and act like we can play, look like we can play, but we we really can't. So it's probably Uh, better we're not playing. So the legend will live on, as it were. No (laughs) one actually has any video proof that we can't play. We do have video from yesterday, Todd. What's the takeaway from a beating like that? (laughs) I want to say that the Cowboys are that good, but really the Patriots were terrible yesterday. But I think the Cowboys contributed to that, right? I mean, the defense, right. that's what you – I don't want to say that's what you expect from a defense to have two defensive scores in a game, but that energy, that intensity, that the, the, the drive, the life that they have, that's what the Cowboys' defense is. That's everything you didn't see last week against Arizona, which makes that game even more confusing two weeks later. So that's the way this team needs to play defensively. And then the offense, it was got some things going. Um, it's still not hitting on everything. The red zone's still an issue, but you're three and one. And look, it's, it's still a Belichick line. You're on to San Francisco. <laughs> Ty, what is it about this team? You've been covering this sport for quite some time, and there's something to be said about teams that just don't lose back-to-back games. What is it about this team under Coach Mike McCarthy? Does how they respond after losses? Yeah, I think it's speaks well of the, the leadership that they have on the team and, and, the, and the guys that have been around a while. Uh, Zach Martin, Ty, uh, Tyron Smith when he does play, Zach Prescott, you know, um, Demarcus Lawrence, that they understand that it, one loss, you can't make one loss, two losses. And they're now 9-1 and one after uh, losses in the last three seasons and averaging more than 33 points a game. That, that's pretty impressive uh, yes. when you think about how hard it is to to, to win in the NFL, how hard is to score that many points in the NFL? I, I think it speaks well to the type of locker room that they had, and really they, they had it before Mike McCarthy got here too um, under okay. Jason Garrett that these guys were willing to put in the work and, the, and, and put in the time and the effort after tough losses, difficult losses to, to bounce back the following week. Follow him at Todd Archer on the X's if you want to make sure you're down with the Dallas Cowboys, the ESPN NFL coverage. Uh, Watching what the offense did between the 20s, 
a modicum of success, pretty successful running the football between the tackles. What was uh, what's down there that's causing that? Are they running over Zach every time, or what? What's going on between the tackles? Because the success has been pretty consistent all season long. Well, if you look at the interior of their line when they're all healthy, Tyler Smith, Tyler Biotish, and Zach Martin, you probably have the, one of the best right guards in NFL history. You have a guy who made the Pro Bowl at center, and then you have a guy at left guard that is a former first-round pick. That gives the Cowboys probably their best interior offensive line look in, in, in maybe eight, nine, ten, maybe going back to Zach Martin's rookie year when Travis Frederick and I think Ron Larry or even Leo Collins early on in his time. So that's when you ask quarterbacks what they need and what they want, they can deal with pressure on the outside. It's the stuff up the middle. So if you're firm up the middle, that helps you pass protection-wise. And certainly in the run game, you know, they're able to, to move some guys and create some space and get to the second level pretty well to give Tony Pollard, who, you know, you look at his numbers, 11 carries, 47 yards, not that great of a day or, or that big of a day. But it was an effective 47 yards, and they, more importantly, they were able to rest him for a good portion of the second half after giving him so much work in the first three games of the season. The reason I ask that question is I see the success, and I know the numbers don't bear out, you know, the total domination of the offensive line, but quite frankly it wasn't required. But where were those run calls that were between the 20s and inside the 20? It just seems like McCarthy, when we got into the red zone, his play calling kind of changed. I know it's a rabid success yesterday, but what's kind of the subcurrent about the red zone thought? Is it still kind of an issue, or is it just, hey, man, that's the breaks, this is what happened, we blew them out anyway? Oh, no, it's it's an issue. I mean, they're, they're one of four in the red zone now. You, you go back to what, uh, that's seven of 18, 19 on the season. You, 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 can't, you can't win game, big games being that unproductive in the red zone. I, I, it's, everything's harder in the red zone, including running the ball, because there's not as much space. There, there's, it's harder to, to get second-level runs. I, I do wonder, like, we see Dak carrying out his face. I don't know about y'all, but, like, when I watch him, like, man, if he kept it there, that might have been a pretty good run. And, and yes. you know, that, that's not on Dak. That's the, the, the plays that are called. I, I wonder if they do need to get Dak more involved in, in, the, in the RPO game or in the boot game uh, down there. I, I thought one good thing about the red zone, they at least threw it to C.D. Lamb down there. Now the 20-yard touchdown is not a red zone score, but they did throw the fade to him. I, I, but they, they have to figure something out. And maybe this is the last part of, like, a new offense that kind of comes together. Because I don't remember the red zone being an issue for Mike McCarthy in Green Bay when he had Aaron Rodgers all those years. And he didn't have a huge, big playmaking tight end. He had Michael Finley for a little bit. But they got to get some, something going on the outside with those receivers. I mean, you, y'all brought it up last night. You talked with Jerry about San Francisco. You talked with Dak about San Francisco. But in the, in the grand scheme of things, Todd, it's not a division game. It's October. What what does it really mean? This game coming up versus the Forty ers It it means more than just the regular season game, in my opinion, because these okay. are the guys that have ended your year the last two years. You, every Jerry, I asked Jerry after the game, is what you did in the off season uh, predicated on beating San Francisco? And he said yes. So so th- this is about beating San Francisco. And if yeah, it's October, and it's it's not. It might be mean something down the line in terms of home field advantage or, or where a potential playoff game would be uh, against San Francisco. Um, so it, there is a matter of importance, and I think there's a, 
a psyche element to it as well that you can hang with these guys, that you can beat these guys. And look, as bad as the losses have been for the Cowboys, they've not played well in either game, and they've been one-score games. So it's not like, you know, the San Francisco is just blowing them out of the water here. Like, you remember what Debo Samuel had a big play a couple of years ago, changed the tide. You had Kittle's long catch last year that changed the tide. But obviously it was the Cowboys' mistakes, either an, an interception or, or Trayvon Diggs missing an interception last year. You know, there are, if you win this one, your confidence explodes a little bit when you get to the bigger games that you can do it. They are, they're always going to believe they can. But until you see the demonstrated ability to do it, there's always going to be a little bit of a question. That's why I think this is just a little bit more than a traditional October regular season game. I'm glad you said that because I didn't know how to handle it coming up. Because, you know, Cowboy fans, you don't want to come off as a hater. But <laughs> I, and if they were to lose the game, I don't want to make too much of it. But you brought right. up Diggs. You brought up Diggs, Todd. Could Jerry have saved himself $100 million and, <laughs> oh, and just man. roll with Bland? <laughs> I, I, I'm just, I'm just asking. Is there, have you seen any drop off? Um, I mean, I, I don't want to be a hater. The dude just had a pick six. So I'm not going to say, you know. So well, I don't want to pocket watch anybody. I, we're not hating on anybody's money, but it certainly looks good out there. He does look good. I, I think what it does is it gives you more options going forward. But they, you, you sign a player like Trayvon Diggs to a big time extension based on what he had done his first three seasons. He's a core guy that you keep around. So it, that, that's just the, the, the breaks of the, the, the rub of the green as you guys are on a golf course here. <laughs> that, that's just kind of what, what it is. So, you know, and it happened out of practice. So not a game, right, a practice. Right, I'm even going to go AI right. on you guys. Um, so <laughs> I, I, would not, I, I would not sit there and think the Cowboys are a better defense without Trayvon Diggs. I would look at it more as, man, if they had Diggs and Bland just, and, and right. Steph Gilmore, might be the best trio in the league. But right now, Blaine is doing everything you want a guy to do. And now the tests are only going to get bigger as they go along when they play some teams with, with better quarterback play, better, better receivers, better schemes. Todd Archer joining us. He of ESPN NFL coverage. He of your Cowboy Insider. Uh, we watched uh, Micah limp around, leave a couple of plays, come back, hurt ankle, hurt, stepped on his foot. What's his status? He, yeah, he seemed to be fine after the game. There was no real worry there. So I know Jerry said he kind of holds his breath every time, and he gets a he got a quick call the yesterday that that uh, Micah was all good to go uh, after he limped off and missed. I think it was five plays. So uh, certainly this is a week that you need Micah. So, uh, but but he should be good and fine, and I don't think there's any worry on him. Zach Martin would be the one guy that I'd be concerned about. He didn't finish the game maybe got like a Charlie horse or something in his leg, maybe not as bad, but they told us after the Jets game, they didn't think it was going to be that bad. He missed the game. So that's something to keep an eye on as the week goes. Jerry said he ain't worried about Zach in your tweet, uh, Todd, but then you said (laughs) that's the same thing he told us when Zach couldn't play. So I don't don't know what to believe. You got to take it. It's Dr. Jerry. So you got to, oh, you also have to take that with a grain of salt. He is Dr. Todd Archer of ESPN.com. <laughs> hey, man, thanks for getting up early with us. Uh, great stuff at ESPN. Uh, make sure you're following him on the, twi- on the X's yes. uh, for his weekly stop by. Thanks, Todd. Have a great week. We'll thanks. talk to you next. All right, guys. Appreciate it.